Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan, um, which, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's uh, trading opportunities that, that lie ahead of us. So it's about that ability to be as be prepared. Um, and today now is Monday, the 18th of July. So let's get straight into it then, guys. We'll start, of course, as we always do with our risk warning. Just please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself uh, with our risk warning currently up on screen. And just as a quick introduction for those of you that are perhaps not, not familiar with, um, I, I suppose, some of the considerations that traders need to make each and every time you get to your trading desk. And, and clearly, decisions need to be made regarding which markets to trade and, and not just sort of too choosy, but having a, a decent understanding in terms of why you're trading that particular market. Where do you then enter those markets? Where do you exit? How do you manage risk, hopefully, prior to entry? So we're talking about specific technical entries and exits, but then we're talking about your overall, um, your your individual and overall exposure on those particular trades. Um, so there's a methodology behind that. And then your trade management. So um, looking to uh, let your winners run, looking to um, mitigate risk whenever you get opportunities to do so. Uh, all of these things come to the fore and your trading psychology as well. And these markets can behave in certain manners. So they've got some of these markets have their own their own psychology. Um, and uh, we as traders and individuals will bring our own psychology to the table and our own sort of ambitions and fears and anxieties and things like that as well. So all of these have a can have a pretty profound impact on your your ability to be consistently profitable. Now we trade all of these things live every day in our trade room. We talk about every aspect of, of what you're seeing up screen and also going into a lot of detail about our, our trading strategy and, and how we, we achieve these things. Um, but we're, we're strong advocates of being consistent in what we do, uh, being disciplined with our capital and of course being patient as well. So being a Monday morning, um, we'll be mindful of that, but we'll just, uh, we'll have a look and see what's, um, if there's any major news events that are likely to impact our decision-making to any great extent. Um, I suppose it's probably important to note just purely across the, the G7, really, um, we have the New Zealand economy, which uh, with the CPI numbers quarterly coming in above expectation. So that's pretty much the trend that we're seeing across the board. We had higher than expected CPI and PPI coming out of the US last week as well. So, um, you know, really worrying when these uh, the politicians, central bankers are, are sort of talking about peaking inflation. It's just uh, breaking new new levels. So, um, yeah, so the situation is uh, is developing now. We're getting some quite interesting price action off the back of it, actually. So I'll explain what I mean in just a second. Um, so today for the rest of the day, there's nothing of any major concern. We've got a, a central bank due to speak at the Resolution Federation. I'm not sure that's going to be that significant to be fair to these markets but uh be mindful and it's a bank holiday in japan just just so that you're aware so we, we just got slightly lighter markets than perhaps than um than normal what we are entering now is the the, the summer holiday sort of market conditions so we kind of need to build that in as well um and it can be a it can be a strange few weeks so um let's see what we got the only last observation is the is the spreads between the two-year treasury notes um 
the inverted nature of these bond markets where the two year is yielding a higher uh, a higher yield than the 10 year. So 2.9 versus 3.1. So we've got inverted yield curves in the US and that generally signifies recession. So we are keeping that very firmly in the back of our minds. So with all of this information then going into these markets, let's uh, let's bring them currently up on screen. So this is what this is currently what we're trading. We're trading a short-term buying opportunity from Friday, and we're actually still in those trades. Um, so uh, for now, we can certainly stick with them. We do have resistance up at these slightly higher levels. Um, we're probably talking about the best part of twenty to thirty uh, points on the S and P um, with the. Uh, Excuse me. With the Nasdaq market, we're probably looking for perhaps another ninety points to the upside. So we 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 know at what point we're looking to try and get out of these trades, um, or even booking profit at that point. So we've got a sideways moving oil market as you can see for six days, and now we're sort of breaking this this little trap to the upside, uh, largely due to Biden having to go over to um, the Middle East um, and have very frank conversations and coming back with pretty much nothing. Um, so I think there's a reluctance for OPEC and the Saudis to to intervene in the oil markets by increasing supply, um, which would bring the price down a little bit. They're still sort of keeping that, that supply um, very, um, very close. So what do we have for the over, over the course of the day? We've got Currently, we've got risk on market conditions, and it's an extension really from Friday's move. So we can see that across the board, really strong moves in these markets. We could have got into all three of them, but we we, we got into two out of three. Um, and we're looking at dollar weakness as well. So we're beginning to get some moves across the board now. But uh, we must stress that these, these moves that we're seeing today and Friday are, are probably short-lived. Um, we still got the structural issues and concerns that we've we've had, you know, over the last six to eight months um, with higher inflation, war in Ukraine, um, energy crisis, uh, kind of as as a, as a result. Really, um, certain jurisdictions are slightly impacted more than than others, um, but I think it's safe to say there is a, a sort of a global. Um, issue and concern with with energy security securing that uh, those resources that are needed so further upside across the us indices that's fairly straightforward we've got a little bit of a gap to the upside on friday from the dax so a little bit of positivity breaking out of these um these markets to the upside so the FTSE could be a potential opportunity we're going to continue to sort of manage um our US indice trades, um, oil could be a decent opportunity. Um, so putting together this little, little trade plan, we've got um, the US indices, potentially the DAX, perhaps more so the, the FTSE. 
Oh, sorry, sorry. It was the uh, it was sorry. It was the knee. Sorry, it was the knee K that was um, reversing to the upside. Apologies. Sorry, I just mis mis misinterpreted it for a second. Um, so there's now a pretty coherent structural failure, but you can see the range bound nature of this market from uh, twenty eight thousand down to twenty five thousand. So that that's pretty much the range. But we're in the middle of that range, breaking higher. So um, further upside, perhaps short term. So this is an interesting move. We've got a little bit of positivity creeping in, probably pretty much in line with these risk on, risk off market conditions. So the 22, the 22,500, which we're close to breaking, would be a structural failure trade to the upside and would certainly give Bitcoin a little bit of breathing space. Um, I hope you're then not you're then not necessarily flooded with lots of updates about buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, because um, you know this we would probably it, it's a situation like this here where you, you see these prices pushing up to the upside and you might get the break to the upside and might look quite positive for a period but then we got that rollover trade so we want to see if we see something a bit more um if we do break out above this twenty two thousand five hundred we'd expect prices to be pushing up to twenty six twenty seven um and then if we get a structural failures to the upside at that point that would certainly be a lot more interesting for us as traders Okay, so um, so that's the US indices. So commodities then, before we look at the currencies, um, there's a short-term buy trade potentially in, in oil. So we'll have a look at that above the 9,700. Um, gold is just, it's just finding a bit of support. So, um, uh, oil to the upside above the 9,700. So the all important currency markets. So let's start then with um, with the euro dollar. So quite similar to gold, it's just finding a little bit of support. So that little bit of um, uh, that little bit of support that we're seeing in gold, we're, we're sort of seeing it kind of across the board. Um, so the potential buy trade in the euro dollar. We've been sort of, yes, last week was quite a messy week with a high of the 101.22. We'll have a look at the euro dollar to the upside. Um, gold was, uh, sorry, oil was, um, excuse me, pound dollar, apologies. Um, we're seeing that little, probably a little bit further upside. We've been in this market since Friday, so we're going to stick with it just short term. Um, the yen is mildly stronger, so I just want to just, that's the problem with the, with the euro yen. We need to sort of try and get above that 50 period moving average, just above these highs. So we're, we're looking for further upside in the euro yen. perhaps also again in the pound yen, but I think to categorize where it's not conclusive for the dollar by any means. The weakness is there, but it's not, um, it's not breathtaking weakness. And plus these are pulling back from the lows. So we do have a little bit of a, 
question to ask ourselves. Again, last week was a pretty, pretty horrible week. We finished quite strong actually in the euro pound, but it was quite a horrible week for the pound. It was really uh, the euro dollar, the euro pound, um, really quite choppy. So um, let's keep an eye on this yen. So the euro is, the dollar is weaker against the euro, pound, and yen. Um, yeah, guys, we'll be switching over to our live trade room now in just a few minutes. Um, so just bear with us and we'll just put this together. So we're looking for a weaker dollar. Will we see that? And um, in fact, because these markets are risk off, we can look to continue our focus maybe on the euro yen, um, which would be above above the one thirty nine eighty six one thirty nine eighty six and the pound yen we can probably have a look at as well. Um, yeah, above the one sixty four seventy five. Okay, so we're looking for a risk on market condition. So that that's that's our summary. We'll just amend this, guys. We'll uh, we'll post it into the chat box, uh, and then we'll switch over to the live trade room. So uh, as you can see from from last week's um, trade plan or last Friday's trade plan, we were looking for mild risk off market conditions. And what happened over the course of the European session is all of those trades reversed. So we started to see um, initial risk off. Um, bit of selling in the S&P and the NASDAQ and all that began to 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 turn around. Um, plus we had the um, we had the CPI numbers to sort of take into account and then on Friday as well we had uh, retail sales which we had a feeling might perform much much better due to these higher prices um, and the sentiment the sentiment figure out of the US on Friday as well wasn't as bad as as was expected. It's still very low, but not as bad as, um, and that was a consumer com uh, sentiment figure. So we started to see a bit of a, a reversal. So these sell trades very quickly became buy trades. We were looking for a buying opportunity um, in the euro yen, the pound dollar. So really these top four markets, we went from looking for initially for some selling opportunities and then switching that into some buying opportunities as well so what we can do is we can certainly categorize uh us indices um so broadly we're looking for further upside in in the us indices um Wonder if the, the pound. So I'm just looking at the the euro dollar. Yeah, it's finding that. It's about the eighteen eighty four. So eighteen uh, eighty four.
So the euro dollar looking to buy above one oh one one oh one sorry one twenty twenty two pound dollar we're looking to buy above one um we're a little above that currently um so if we get a a pullback opportunity on it then that that's what we'll be looking to get into yeah so yuri yen next number four looking to buy buy above 139.86. Get above that, we look to stay in it, and we'll finish with the pound, pound yen, and US oil. So, it just shows the importance of not just having, we've got to be sort of a little bit flexible mentally with these markets, a little bit of mental dexterity is really needed where you can actually do your trade plan, look for those opportunities. And if they start to reverse coherently across the board, you, you, you know, it's worth sort of reassessing what you're doing, uh, put together another trade plan that you're looking to execute, which is effectively what happened Friday afternoon. Um, 164.75. And then oil has done a bit of a flip um, into buy of the 90, level. So, so that's our trade plan. Let me post it into the chat box for you guys and you can take it away, of course. Uh, we're switching over now to our live trade and we'll be there in about a minute's time. So on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us as always. Um, we'll, be, we'll be back again tomorrow. Any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. And we'll, we'll answer them. We'll get back to you before we close off the broadcast. Um, and we, just to let you know, Thanks for joining us, of course, first, and good morning to you guys. Hope you're all keeping well. Um, we do trade these markets fully live and interactive every single day from 8 a.m. for the European session and again at 12 from 12.30 for the U.S. trading session. So if you want to join a live kind of dynamic uh, trading environment where we take these opportunities with complete transparency, um, we discuss every facet of the trading process, um, each and every time we get into a trade, then you might find it very, very useful. Uh, and just for more information, just go to livetradium.com and uh, any questions, feel free to contact us through our website. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.